Welcome in for episode number 10 of the Blacksburg Buzz. We've hit double digits. I'm your host, Kyle Bean. Today, we are going to be covering the women's game against NC State coming up on Thursday, the men's game against Notre Dame coming up this Saturday, and the women are playing Boston College on Sunday. So jumping into the women's game versus NC State, some overall history for the two teams. The women are 5-26 and 26 all-time against the Wolfpack. Virginia Tech is 2-13 and 13 in Raleigh, so they've kind of struggled on the road against NC State in the past. And Virginia Tech's currently on a three-game winning streak against the Wolfpack. They did play them this year already. Virginia Tech taking down number three NC State. 11-point comeback in the fourth quarter to beat the Wolfpack in Castle Coliseum. The Hokies finished it off with a lob at the buzzer. Georgia Amore set a screen for Liz Kitley, and Kayla King threw in the lob. Kitley grabbed it and put it up for the buzzer-beating layup. So great win for Tech at home in that one, beating number 3 NC State. The Wolfpack's record this year is 20-2. and two. They're 8-2 and two in the ACC. They are top dogs, ones to be feared, but Virginia Tech does have that early win against them. The Wolfpack, they're 12-0 and 0 at home this year. They haven't been beaten. They've been a sight to see. Nothing short of phenomenal. Pretty much the only games of note for NC State this year, anything out of the ordinary it's just losing to virginia tech and a 14 point loss to miami they've been a bubble team for most of the year but they did pull out that win river baldwin was out for that one as well so that's definitely a big hit for them that's when they lost their only two games of the year it was virginia tech they played a game and then they lost to miami some team stats for the Wolfpack. Uh, they're incredibly similar to VT in terms of those team stats all around. Just a couple of percentage points here or there difference. Other than that, just about the same. In terms of the NCAA net rankings, Virginia Tech sitting at 18 right now and NC State is at 11. So they're very close in that as well as you might expect for two ranked teams. Some players to look out for, you've got Isaiah James, 16 points per game, 4.5 rebounds. She's been really solid for them. You've got Sonia Rivers, 12.5 points per game, 6 rebounds, 4 assists, and 2 steals. And you've got Mimi Collins, 12 points per game, 7 rebounds, 46% from the field, and 44% from 3. She has been a weapon for them. She can score from anywhere and she's shooting really well this year. You've got Madison Hayes, 11.5 points per game, 7 rebounds. She shoots 50% from the floor and 45% from 3 as well, so just another one of those all-around shooting weapons. And then you've got River Baldwin, 10 points per game, 7 rebounds, 1 block, and she shoots 56% from the floor. Some notes for the Hokies and the Wolfpack on this one. I think these are going to play into the game really, really strongly. Madison Hayes, 
She was a very big scorer last time. She had 21 and 9 rebounds, and Sonia Rivers followed with 12 points, 6 rebounds, and 3 assists. I think they're going to be two to watch out for in this one, just like they were last game. And then a note on the Wolfpack, they didn't have River Baldwin last game. She's been really good for them. She has the size to match up well with Kitley. So I think that could be an issue this time around. She's six foot five, Kitley's six six. So really close there. I think that's gonna be a huge battle down low. We'll really have to see how that one turns out. It's so hard to tell with two really talented players. If I had to pick one, I would give Kitley the edge, but she doesn't play too many people that can really size up with her. So that's going to be interesting to see and see how these two teams fare with Baldwin on the floor as Virginia Tech just narrowly won last game and she wasn't there. She'd hurt her ankle in the Florida State game earlier in that week. So now moving into the men's game against Notre Dame. The Hokies are 10-9 and all-time against the Fighting Irish. They're 5-4 on the road, and Virginia Tech's currently on a six-game winning streak against Notre Dame. The last matchup where they played each other was in March of 2023, the first round of the ACC tournament, where Virginia Tech won 67-64. Their last loss to Notre Dame was in March of 2020, 56-64. Notre Dame is 7-15 this year. They're 2-9 in the ACC. They sit right on the very bottom of the conference. They've really struggled this year. Lost six straight going into this game. So we'll just have to see how this one turns out. Some games of note on Notre Dame's schedule. They have a 71-61 loss to Western Carolina at home. That was very early in the year. It was their second, third, fourth game. Um, definitely a poor loss for them, though. They have a 65-45 to loss to the Citadel at home, and they have a 76-54 to win against UVA at home. I think that UVA win is good for them. UVA did struggle a lot earlier in the season. We've really seen them develop as the year's gone on. They've been really, really solid lately, playing Really great basketball, really great defense. So I think that's a good win for them. Um, it definitely tones it back a little bit, considering that it was before UVA really came into their game. So I think that does hurt that win a little bit, but they still did beat a very good team, and we've seen UVA play really well lately. In terms of the team stats... The Hokies shoot about 6% higher from the field and three points, so that should help them out just a little bit with that six-point edge. The Hokies score about 12 more points per game, which I think that one's going to play into this one very strongly. We'll talk about that in just a minute. And Notre Dame does rebound a little bit higher. They get about 36.5 per game on a 2.6 margin. So they're out-rebounding their opponents by 2.6 per game, whereas Virginia Tech gets about 32.7 rebounds per game, and they only have a 1.2 margin in their favor. 
Looking at the NCAA net rankings, Virginia Tech sits at 54, while Notre Dame is at 167. So in terms of the Hokies, this is going to be a third quadrant game for them. They're 3-0 in that third quadrant, looking to make it 4-0 this upcoming week. And Notre Dame sitting at 167. This will be a second quadrant game for them. They're 2-2 two two in that second quadrant, so we'll have to see that how this one goes. They're 500 in that second quadrant. They have really struggled against the better teams this year. Looking at the Ken Palm, Virginia Tech is at 57, while Notre Dame is at 165, very similar to the NCAA net. Uh, in terms of adjusted efficiency, Virginia Tech is higher by a really significant number, 13 and a half. Looking at the offense, that's where they really break it down and get that edge. Their offense is rated 14 higher than Notre Dame, whereas the defense is basically the same thing. I think it's about a point difference, so very close on that defensive side, but the offense for Virginia Tech is rated much, much higher than Notre Dame. Notre Dame's schedule is 23 spots lower than Tech, but their out-of-conference schedule is very, very weak. They're 124 places below the Hokies in terms of that out-of-conference schedule. Players to watch out for, you've got Marcus Burton, 16 points per game, 4 assists, 1.7 steals. One thing that I think he has to worry about against Tech is his turnovers. He's got 90 this year. That's about four per game. It's three times higher than anyone else on this Notre Dame team. Then we've got J.R. Kanezi. He's been good for them as well. Nine and a half points per game and six rebounds. And then Braden Shrewsbury, nine points per game. He shoots 35% from three. He's one of their better three-point shooters. Uh, some notes for this one, I think, once again, pressure on Burton is going to be huge. Uh, just getting those turnovers and converting, that is one way that Tech can really get an edge in this game. And then the Hokies just really need to get some buckets. For Notre Dame does not score very well at all. They are very poor at scoring. They only have six games over 70 total points. So I think getting up in the point column is going to be huge for them. Now, those six games where they scored 70, they did win almost all of them. But they were mostly against significantly smaller schools that I would expect Notre Dame to beat either way. But most of those Power 5 schools that they play, they have not reached that 70-point mark. So I think if the Hokies score big they're going to come out on top in this one then moving into the women's game against boston college coming up on sunday the women are 18 and 22 all time no the women are 18 and 12 all time against the boston college eagles they're nine and four at home they're on a six game win streak currently against the Eagles. The last matchup was in December. Tech won 73-58 to on the road, and the last loss to the Eagles was a 37-49 to game in March of 2016. 
there's no one left from that 2016 team. So that doesn't reflect too much on Tech, but that is the last game that the Hokies lost to Boston College. The Eagles this year, they're 11-13, and 3-8 in the ACC. They have struggled as well. They're 1-8 on the road. They don't really have any games that stand out to me. They've struggled against ranked teams. They've played Louisville, NC State, Syracuse, and Ohio State, as well as Tech earlier in the year, and they didn't win any of those games. They play UVA on Thursday night, so we'll see how that game goes. That could shed some light on how this game will turn out, but we'll have to see with that one. Team stats for the Hokies versus the Eagles. Virginia Tech scores about six more points each game. Boston College really, really struggles with the three. They shoot 26% as a squad, while Virginia Tech shoots 36%. So that's 10 percentage points difference there. That's a really big deal. The Hokies shoot the three really well, but Boston College really struggles with it. I think that could be a sign for this game. If Tech is hitting their shots from deep, they're going to run away with this one. Boston College has four more turnovers each game. Uh, Boston College, however, is very good at forcing turnovers and scoring points off of those turnovers. So while they turn the ball over a little bit more than Tech, they do a really good job at forcing turnovers for the other team. Boston College forces about 21 turnovers for the opposing team, and they score 22 points off of those turnovers. That is an incredible number. Their defense has been staggering against opponents. They haven't done too well overall this year, but that's definitely something to take note of. Virginia Tech, on the other hand, they force about 12 and a half turnovers, and they score 14 points off of those. So just comparison to that, it's about eight more turnovers for Boston College, and they score about eight more points off of those as well. Continuing on that defensive side, Boston College gets about 12 steals per game compared to Virginia Tech's eight, so that's pretty significant as well, those four-steal difference in favor of Boston College. And overall, BC is a poor rebounding team as well, 35 per game. They have a minus 1.2 margin. Virginia Tech, on the other hand, pulls in 41 boards each game for a plus 8.6 margin. So that's going to be huge for them if they want to come out with the win. Looking at the NCAA net rankings, Virginia Tech sits right at that 18 slot while Boston College is at 93. Quite a large gap between them, so that tells you quite a bit about these two teams. Some players that we're going to have to look out for, Andrea Daly, 14.5 points per game, 5 rebounds, one and a half steals. She shoots 52% from the field. Really solid score for them. She can really shoot it. Then you've got Tyus Sidberry. 14 points per game, seven rebounds, two steals. She's a transfer from Utah. Following behind Sidberry, you've got Dontavia Wagoner. 12 points per game, six rebounds, and three steals. That's incredible, averaging three steals per game. I had to 
second guess myself when I read that stat. That's amazing. Wagner is an All-ACC Most Improved Player and Defensive Player of the Year nominee last year, so she's definitely a player that we're going to need to watch out for. Then Tiana Todd, 11 points per game, one steal. She shoots 33% from three-point. She's one of their better shooters from deep, so we'll have to watch out. If she goes nuclear, this could be a problem for Virginia Tech, but I think they have the defense to keep her under control. A few notes for this game. The Boston College defense, I said it, it's going to be an issue. That 21 turnovers that they force and 22 points off of those, that is a fantastic number. That's going to be an issue for Tech. They're going to really need to focus on ball security and transition defense to keep those numbers down. I think that is going to be one of the keys for them to have success in this game. And then rebounding. That needs to be a focus. Hitting Boston College in their weak point, they have a negative rebounding margin, while Virginia Tech has a plus 8.6. So I think really focusing on those rebounds, grabbing the offensive boards, getting extra possessions, second chance points, that's going to be huge for the Hokies in this one. And it will also help limit those transition points, those turnovers that lead into points off of turnovers for Boston College. So I think those are the keys for this Boston College game. Now next week, we're going to be recapping these games for you. And then we're going to preview the men's game against FSU on Tuesday and the women's game against Duke on Thursday. So make sure you tune in next week for those two videos. In the meantime, make sure you have a fantastic weekend. Check out some Hokie basketball, and we'll catch you next week.